You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you for sticking with us on Real Presence Live on this beautiful Wednesday morning. I am Nick Medelsky, Listener Relationship Coordinator for Real Presence Radio here in southern Minnesota. Pleased to be joining you live from Wasika, Minnesota, the land of the fertile soil is what that name means, Wasika, and of course Minnesota, the land of many lakes. Speaking of lakes, our next guest uh, comes to us from Hoyt Lakes, uh, which is up in northeastern uh, Minnesota, up uh, north of Duluth even, I believe. Jim Kepke uh, has an exciting project that he's undertaken, the Prayer Trail at Our Lady of Hope in Hoyt Lakes, uh, and he's going to tell us all about us, all about it. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning, Jim. Well, thank you, Nick. It's really good to be here. Awesome. So, uh, before we get into the project itself, uh, could you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself? Well, sure. I'm probably just uh, an average Catholic, uh, nothing special. I was born into a, a Catholic family. My mom and dad were uh, very devout people. They would walk around the house with the rosary in their hand, so I kind of grew up with that. So the other people, that might seem odd, but to me, that was just, uh, you know, a normal daily activity. And so they taught me a lot about, about prayer and about being a faithful Catholic, and I really appreciate that. And my wife and I have tried to uh, pass those things on to our children. Wonderful, wonderful. So uh, this project sounds really exciting, this prayer trail. Uh, in the first hour of our show, our first segment, in fact, we talked to uh, the rector of the Shrine of Our Lady of Good Hope, uh, in Champion, Wisconsin, which is a beautiful shrine uh, dedicated to the only church-approved Marian apparition here in the United States. Uh, so I thought it was cool that we get to pack in uh, two pilgrimage destinations in our show this morning. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about uh, the project uh, that you've undertaken and what sort of inspired you uh, to go that route? Sure. Well, it's... Uh it's a story that's either a lot of incredible coincidences that happen or there's something miraculous that happened. Mm. Uh, I'm from northern Minnesota originally and uh, from Hoyt Lake. And my wife and I moved down to the cities for many years for work. And now we're retired and we moved back up here. And one of the things I like most about living up here is that I love being out in the woods. I love being out in the forest. And so I spent a lot of time walking around out in the woods. It really is a great way to connect with God. You know, next to going to Mass, it's probably the best way for me to connect with God. And last year, I was walking around in a red pine forest that's adjacent to our church, our church mm. is Our Lady of Hope in Hoyt Lake. And, well, about 60 years ago, our priest at the time decided to plant a red pine forest there in the acreage around the church. And now it's a mature forest. It's just beautiful. Mm. So last last fall, I was walking through the woods, and it just it just hit me like a lightning bolt that what we need here is, is a prayer trail for people to come and spend time in the woods and be at peace, pray, meditate, you know, just enjoy God's creation. So I went to uh, 
my my church, you know, our priest, and the, you know the uh, the council, and asked for permission to to build such a trail. And of course, they said that was fine with them. And then, like that again, I had a sudden inspiration to add stations of the cross all the way around the trail, and that that seemed like a really good idea. But then, you know, where do you get things like that? So. I sat down and I, you know, I Googled and I looked at Amazon.com and I found out that such things do exist. You can buy them, but they're extremely expensive. I looked at mm. new and used stations of the cross, and they ran ten, twenty, even thirty thousand dollars, which of course is wow. way out of my budget. Right. So, yeah. So you know, I really didn't know what to do. So I came into my uh, living room, I just sat down in my chair, and I said, Holy Spirit, if you want this to happen, you're going to have to help me out, because I don't know what to do. And it's funny, I, I picked up my computer, and I just started typing at random, and I came across the uh, Diocese of New Ulm, which is located in southern Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And up until that point, I had no idea there was a Diocese of New Ulm. <laughs> so... Yeah, so I looked up their information, and I, I sent them an email, and I talked about what I was trying to do building this prayer trail. And I was wondering if maybe there was a closed church or something that had a spare stations of the cross on hand, you know, thinking that they'd look at this email and say, you got to be kidding, you know, we don't, we don't have anything like that. But I sent the email off. And the very next day, I got a phone call from a gentleman at the Diocese of New Ulm. And he said, we have a, a used set of stations that are about 100 years old, wow. imported from Bavaria. <laughs> they have been sitting up in the bell tower of the cathedral for more than 35 years. Wow. If you want them, they're yours. Wow. And, you know, wow. And I said, well, gosh, you know, I'm working in a pretty strict budget here. So I said, how, how much... How much do you want for them? And he said, no, for what you're using them for, they're free. <laughs> wow. So I was just I was just blown away. So, yeah. of course, I, I jumped in my car, my wife and I, and we drive down to New Alm, and the stations were, as they said, up in a, a bell tower up above the cathedral. So I, I had to go up this, this dusty old uh, dark <laughs> catwalk to get up there. I felt like Quasimodo. <laughs> and carrying them down there, these huge stations, they're real heavy, but, you know, it was fun. It was it was a, a, a great thing. I met a very nice gentleman down there who, uh, who helped us with it. And so we had the stations, and then I had to, uh, you know, because these things weren't just, they weren't just stations, they weren't just holy, they were art. We had to protect them. Right. So I contacted our diocese here in Duluth just to see if they had any idea where I could get some display cases made. And the very first lady I talked to, very nice lady, she happened to have grown up with a woman who her and her husband started a, a cabinet company up here in northern Minnesota. Oh, wow. And so, uh, again, somehow I was just led to contact the right, the right person. Right. And uh, I contacted the, the name she gave me, and uh, the lady said, my husband and I agree, 
we don't do anything but cabinets, but again, for a project like this, we're going to make an exception. Wow. So they made these beautiful display cabinets um, with a plexiglass shield, so you can see the entire station, and you can see, you know, the beautiful art and everything, and it's protected from the weather. Wow. And, you know, again, these, these stations, are there's such incredible detail. Um it's not just a figure of a person standing there. It's a figure of a person. You can see his toenails. You can see his fingernails. The, the wow. detail of these things is, is incredible. So I went through. Uh, I had the stations, and they were working on the display cases. So then I started uh, marking out the trail, and I was careful. I didn't want to take down any of those beautiful, mature red pine trees. Mm-hmm. So I, I went up there, and it's just, again, the, the trail just kind of, marked itself for me. I just wandered around in this, basically a circle or an oval, marking off where the trail would be. And, you know, I had to clear some brush and grass, but I didn't touch mm-hmm. any of the trees. Wow. And built this trail. And then I wanted, you know, I don't want anyone to get lost. So I I got, I counted about 1,500 good-sized rocks, about softball size, to mark each side of the, the trail, yeah. you know, so people... Don't wander off somehow and get lost. Right. And you know, it's incredible. Everything was was just going perfectly, and then I hit a real, real unexpected roadblock that uh, taught me a, a important lesson in humility. Hmm. Um, I should tell I tell you that I try to keep myself in pretty good shape. I run five marathons a year. Wow. And and so you know I was having no problem with this and. I had this, this, you know, the guy attitude that I'm a man. I'm going to do this whole thing by myself. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be, you know, it, it's going to be great. Right. And something happened to me physically. I found that uh, I couldn't walk from my house to my car without oh, wow. gasping for breath. Wow. And I mean, there was something serious happened to me. So I wound up going to the doctor reluctantly. I hate going to the doctor, and he said, "Well." <laughs> You have a you know a genetic condition in your heart, and you need open heart surgery. Wow! And yeah, and I said, well, you know, what are my options? And he said, well, most people with this problem probably would have had a fatal heart attack by now and died. Wow! And you're probably going to have one in the next couple of months if you don't get this surgery. Wow! So, you know, I had no I had no choice but to get the surgery. But what that meant, of course, and the first thing that occurred to me is, I'm not going to be able to finish that trail. You know, there, there's no way. I had, uh, you know, I'm out of it. So, humility, my, my wife, Mary, and uh, her sister, Jane, and husband, Al, they, you know, they jumped right in and they pitched in. And what I did, I basically sat in my car and <laughs> and watched them do all the, you know, all the physical labor, all the work involved. It was a very humbling experience and I think a very good experience for me to uh to have gone through. It sounds it sounds silly to say it was a good experience, but it really was a good, a humbling experience for me to uh, to have to sit there and watch other people pitch in. Well, absolutely. Uh, if you're just joining us on the phone, is Jim Kepke uh, from Northern Minnesota from Hoyt Lakes, uh, telling us about the beautiful prayer trail. Uh, he and now we find out uh, not just alone, right? Uh, built this prayer trail. Right. 
up there in northern Minnesota. We're going to go into a break right now. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. After the break, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, the trail, uh, how to find it, uh, what you might expect uh, when you get there, and why it's one of our summer pilgrimage destinations on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it on Monday at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference will help you learn how to take faith principles and integrate them into the workplace. This year's featured speaker is Super Bowl champion and former Minnesota Viking, Matt Burke. Join us on Thursday, August 19th at the Convention Center in Sioux Falls. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to faithandbusinessconference.com. If you are experiencing depression, anxiety, or suffering, especially from grieving, how can you find healing? I'm Father Chris Alar. While you should first seek professional help when needed, there is a roadmap that can help you to live your life again, and it is called the Spiritual Principles of Divine Mercy. First, come to admit that you are powerless over the loss of your loved one. Second, come to trust that Jesus can restore your life to manageability. And third, make the decision to entrust your will, your life, and your loved one to the loving care and protection of God. Join us and learn more about how to apply these healing principles in your life. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And thank you for listening this morning, this beautiful Wednesday morning. If you're just tuning in now, Jim Kepke on the phone from Hoyt Lakes, Minnesota, which is north of Duluth, kind of near Babbitt. Um, yeah. <laughs> in uh, northeastern Minnesota there. And Jim's been telling us uh, about the miraculous story, frankly, that led to the uh, building of this prayer trail up there in Hoyt Lakes. Now, uh, for our listeners, uh, so sometimes people complain that, uh, you know, uh, radio isn't always <laughs> the best way to do this. Um, so, uh, but radio is the theater of the mind, so people have to picture uh, things, but could you kind of give us a description of what people can expect uh, when they visit the prayer trail? Well, sure. Now, when you come into town, the uh, the church is actually at the very edge of town, so that's that's why we have the, the forest right there. Um, at the church, one of the nice things about this is uh, it's very accessible. There's a huge parking lot, 
at the church where you can park and you know literally step onto it. Um, you, you'll know where the trail is. A, uh, a parishioner by the name of Gloria made a beautiful sign. She's an artist, and she made a beautiful sign showing you where the uh, entrance to the trail is. And you just follow the rocks. We have rocks on either side of the trail throughout the entire trail. And it takes you in there, and you walk in maybe uh, about 100 feet, and you'll see the first set of stations of the cross. And we have a bench there, and we actually have benches uh, stationed all throughout the trail. So you can walk a little bit and then sit and rest and uh, pray, meditate, or just just be at peace. I find one of the best ways to, you know, feel God in your life is just just to be, sit quietly in the woods for a while and, and be at peace. So we have that. And uh, what you'll, you'll see all around you is, Again, these beautiful, mature red pine trees. And it was pointed out to me that some of the benches are located that if you look up, it's almost like the, the trees form a, a circle, and you can they open up so you can see the blue sky above you. Wow. Um, it's just, it's just a, a wonderful spot in nature. And uh, one thing I will mention is it is a, a nature trail. It's, it's not paved, and there's no sidewalks, so it's a little yeah. uneven, so... Hmm. Uh, I go up there pretty much every day, and, of course, there's always, you know, branches and mm-hmm. things that fall from the tree. I try to keep the trail clear, but you do have to be careful where, where you step. And um, one of the things that I definitely wanted to point out is, besides being accessible, this is completely free. We do not even accept donations, so you, you can leave mm. your checkbooks at home. <laughs> uh, we, you know... We, we just want people to come up here and, and have some time to, to be at peace. And I know some people will come up there and they'll spend 15 or 20 minutes on it. And other people might spend an hour. It really depends on on what you want to do. Uh, so it, it's there to, to be used as people want, want to use it. Right. Uh, wonderful. So... Uh benches there so you can stop and, and take some time to pray uh the stations of the cross uh are also there on that trail and and some people might not be aware you know we're we're familiar with praying the stations of the cross during lent uh, but it's actually a devotion really you can pray year-round right that's a good point and we actually do have brochures that my uh my wife made up um at the beginning of the trail and you're welcome to take a brochure and there's a description of each station of the cross, and you know if, if you're not that familiar with saying them, it's, it's really a nice guide to uh, to have to help you get around it. So you can do stations, or you can do just just simple prayer. And uh, I, I will say too that while the the trail is is done, um, people have been having a lot of ideas about how we can improve the trail. Mm. So uh, this is really just the uh, the first stage in it. Um, we have nearby, all about 100 yards away, a shrine to uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus. Mm. Um, so we're going to probably next year be building a trail that goes from the prayer trail to that, to that shrine. So I, I think this is, for some reason, a holy place we're living in, and uh, we, we want to share it with as many people as we can. Wonderful, 
Wonderful, beautiful. That's uh, so great. And and what I like hearing too is that uh, you know, as as you kind of mentioned before the break, you started out and thought, you know, like you said, I'm a man. I can do this all by myself. And then uh, gradually along the way, right, had to accept uh, help and also just all the different people uh, in different places, right, who were able to help out uh, the diocese of New Ulm, yeah. the diocese of Duluth. Um, you mentioned Gloria painting the sign. Um, how else are the people up there um, kind of taken hold of this project and really kind of supported it? Well, um, we have had people who have wanted to make donations for benches. We have people who, you know, the best thing is that the feedback I've gotten, because you do a big project like this and, you know, you hope somebody somewhere likes it. But I have gotten so much positive feedback. I, you know, it just brings a tear to my eyes. People will come up to me and say, I had such peace when I was up at the prayer trail yesterday, or, you know, the, I'm just stunned by the beauty of it, because it's, you know, it's, it's God's creation, um, these trees and this area, and the, uh, the the feedback I've gotten has been great. You know, the, the people up here have been very, very supportive. I think uh, people of this parish are just, just the best. They've been very supportive and always offering to help out somehow, and... and uh, we, we want to keep this thing going. It's it's really really nice. Awesome. Um, now, if uh, people want to find out more about the prayer trail or how to find it, is there a, does the parish have a website or or some way for them to find uh, how uh, to find it? Yes, yes. It's Our Lady of Hope. If, if you Google that, um, and it's actually uh, three towns. Uh, it's the towns of Hoyt Lakes, Aurora, and Bywabi. Uh, composed. Our, Our Lady of Hope Parish. So um, it's you know we've had some consolidation in the last few years as so mm-hmm. many places have because these are just small towns. So yeah, if you Google that website, um, and you know if anyone wants to wants to contact me via email, they, they certainly can do that. I can give you my email address. So um, yeah, absolutely. We're open absolutely. To any, any questions? Awesome. And that uh, website, I believe, yep, I just pulled it up now. It's O-L-H-P, so Our Lady of Hope, right, the the initials there, yes. .org. Yes. If you'd like to find out more information about uh, how to find the parish or just about the parish in general, mass times, things like that, if you'd like to make a pilgrimage up there. Um, any final thoughts uh, or reflections you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, just that when you open yourself up to the Holy Spirit, it's amazing the things that happen. It really is. Um, I've, you know, I've, my wife and I have taught confirmation for 30 years, and I'm always telling the kids, you have to be open to the Holy Spirit. And mm. I, fortunately, I was when this happened, and you know, I realized it wasn't just a, a fleeting thought or an idea. It was something I should act on. And when you open to the Holy Spirit, wonderful things happen in your life. I love that that you mentioned that right you know all the years of uh, of teaching confirmation prep classes and telling others right to be open to the movement of the holy spirit that it was you know time in a big way yeah right to follow your own yeah. advice yeah. Uh, that's that's so great uh again thank you for joining us this morning and telling us all about this uh prayer trail um how how long has it been uh, since it's, uh, you know, kind of been, I know you said it's not finished yet, right? There's always more projects, more things to add on. But uh, how long has it been there and open to the public? Uh, it's been just about two months. And uh, 
next month we're going to have an official dedication of it. The priest is going to uh, to dedicate the trail for us, and I think we're going to make a little event out of it. So um, we're going to do it on the feast day of the exaltation of the cross, which seems appropriate. Yeah, um, absolutely. So that that'll involve the whole community, and uh, you know, besides everything else, this is just a great way to, to build community and to have people spend some time with each other. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the Feast of the Exaltation of the Cross, uh, for those listeners who might not have it memorized in the back of their heads, is uh, September 14th, uh, so sometime around then, uh, kind of the, the grand opening, right? Are you going to uh, cut a ribbon right. with big scissors and all that? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> well, great, great. Uh, again, just such a wonderful um, testimony, like you said, of following where the Holy Spirit leads, right? And following that inspiration, trusting that, that God will make it happen, right? Yeah, absolutely, uh, because I, I never could have made this happen by myself. There's no no question about that. Yeah. And just the different, I love how it's, you know, expanded, right? It's more than just um, the community there in Hoyt Lakes, uh, but also, you know, the Diocese of New Ulm, uh, people down uh, Diocese Duluth, right? Uh, all getting involved. Yeah. And, of course, it's a trail through uh, Red Pines, which is the state tree of Minnesota. So it's a, a very Minnesota yeah. uh, prayer, <laughs> prayer destination, right? That's right, yep. Yeah, yeah. it's it's wonderful. The location is perfect. And, you know, a year ago, um, I never would have had this idea in a million years by myself. So it's, it's just amazing what uh, God can do working through people. Absolutely, absolutely. So that uh, that follows along well with uh, what we were talking about uh, bef- before uh, the the last segment, last hour, uh, was about you know being open to the call and prayer and being ready to go uh, when you're led. But of course, taking that time to stop and pray and what a beautiful place to stop and pray there at this prayer trail and what a what a gift to the to the community and and to the church at large. Uh, so uh, thank you. Thank you for doing this work, and, and thank you for joining us this morning, Jim. Thank you very much, Nick. It was good being on. After the break, uh, we're going to talk with Father Nick Nelson, and uh, he's going to be celebrating, along with the rest of his parish, uh, the feast day of Queen of Peace Parish, uh, coming up on August 22nd. Uh, stay tuned through the break, and we'll talk about that. We're going across northern Minnesota to Cloquet, and hopefully I said that correctly. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio Network. 